I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! How about that? I mean, Slee, come on. Come on, did you even go home last night? Did you even decide to uh, go home and get a little sleep, or did you just crawl underneath the uh, the microphone stand and call it a night right there in the studio? No, no, no. Part of my uh, contract here at the station, um, you know, we I, I negotiated some different things. I took that Friday off, you remember, right, when I took mm-hmm. that Friday off. The other thing I negotiated was a Murphy bed in studio. <laughs> Perfect. So you got all the sleep you needed got right there in the studio. It's a, the best sleep I've got in the last uh, couple weeks. I bet. It, it was It was a wild game. It, first of all, it was a really fun game to watch, and, and mostly fun because of the result that the Lakers won, because had that shot missed from LeBron and the Warriors go down to the other end and get a bucket, I don't know how much fun it would have been, but... It was just it, the Warriors got off to a great start. The Lakers really did not look good at all throughout the entire first half. And then they kind of turned back into that championship team, right, Slee? It just felt like all of a sudden that rust, that, that AD looking like the bad version of AD that we talked about, the guy who's floating around the three-point line, the guy that's getting muscled around by Draymond Green who's giving away 30 pounds and five inches. He's just getting manhandled by that guy. And then all of a sudden, Boom. It looked like the Lakers again. The defense clicked in. AD went to the five. The shots started going down, and LeBron made one of those shots that only great players like LeBron seem to make. You know, it's interesting because I'm kind of still in shock a little bit. You know, you, Trav, we, we were doing the show all week, and I kept saying, like, look, I, I don't see this being a game. I don't know how it's going to be a game. Look at the Lakers. Look at LeBron, Anthony Davis. Look at this. They finally got everybody back. Dennis Schroeder comes off health and safety protocols. All the additions they made in the offseason, they're, they're kind of built for these types of moments. The Lakers aren't a seven seed because they're not in the playing tournament because they're not good enough to be competing with all the other teams in the Western Conference. They're in the playing tournament because of health. By the end of the first half yesterday, I'm scratching my head. I'm doing the post game show, um, and and I'm or I'm sorry, the uh, halftime show, and I'm trying to figure out what the heck just happened here. Yeah, are are Lakers? Are they not winning this game? I mean, there are many moments last night. I didn't think the Lakers were going to come back. Like I, I was that confused of how just the way they started the game. Like you said, Anthony Davis was getting pushed around. Lakers were getting pushed around. I I thought it was interesting. LeBron said at halftime. Who do you think are the two players he said that kind of got on the team and everybody listened? I don't know if you got a chance to hear it, but who do you think it is? That got on the team? Yep. I would assume that it was LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's who it should be, at least. It was Jared Dudley and Markeith Morris. Yeah, and it was, great. It, yeah, but, but just the, <laughs> Wonderful. I, lo- I love how you stop right there. Yeah. Think about it. That, that's not uncommon. It's not uncommon to have players that they're kind of just locker room guys. They're the, the, the guys that have the championship pedigree, the veterans. But pretty much saying that, hey, you, they came and punched you guys. You guys going to counter or are you guys just going to take the punch? And that's what it was for the first 24 minutes. And like you mentioned, in the second half, um, you know, look, let's let's say it how it is. I, I think the Lakers are very, very fortunate to not be playing a game this upcoming Friday in what could have been a do-or-die situation. 
Yeah, there, there's a couple of different ways to look at this. And ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests today will appear via the Goodyear hotline. One way to look at this is it unfolded exactly how your worst nightmare would unfold, right? That they had a guy on the other team who had a hell of a night, right? Steph had 37 and was just – he. he unquestionably the best player on the court last night was Steph Curry. There's no there, there's no debate. You, everybody knows that I'm in the bag for LeBron, I, I, and I am. I get it. But Steph was the best player on the court last night. LeBron looked not like the best LeBron. LeBron looked like he couldn't jump. LeBron looked like he wasn't explosive. AD he, he, he was looked like LeBron, around. LeBron looked like somebody that's missed a lot of games yep, due yep. to injury. Yep, exactly right. And we're walking AD, into the freaking playoffs. AD was the guy that was just kind of floating around and getting mm-hmm. pushed around by a smaller guy, and they were behind, and they looked rusty, and they could all of a sudden lose that game. Now, they got the shot that they needed to hit. That One way to look at it is everything that you were worried about showed up, right? Namely, rust, inconsistency, the rotation. Not the rotation, really, but just the mix of guys that they had in the first half. It just didn't look good at all. Yeah, yeah it wasn't that's, working. That's one way. The other way is they won, mm-hmm. okay? They won. That When they needed their best player to make a shot, he did. When they needed their second best player to start showing up and imposing his will, he did. When you needed to make sure that we got this game and you got the right matchup in the number seven or the number two and you get the sun, they got all of those things. They're going to probably be a little better on Sunday than they were last night. So which of these two camps do you fall in? I can't decide. I can't figure out which of these two things because you. I, I'm talking myself into it. Literally, as mm-hmm. I'm saying it right now, Slee, I'm talking myself into, you know what? This is what championship teams do. They find a way to survive even when they don't have their best night, and that's what the Lakers did last night. Well, it's a good way to kind of frame it that way, and I, I love that you said that you're not sure which side that you're on because I think there's a lot of people probably waking up this morning and you know, kind of looking back at that Lakers game against the Warriors and saying, what should we be expecting here this this upcoming series against the Phoenix Suns, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a fair question. I'll tell you where I'm leaning towards at the moment. Hit me. Where I'm leaning towards the moment is um, I, I was so disappointed that the game was that close. I was so off on my prediction of thinking that this is going to be – Lakers are winning this game by 10. Yeah. It's funny. I was doing a pregame with Michael, and I was, I was trying to get, like, Michael's gauge on this because – um, just using it as an example, I'm like, am I the only one here that thinks that Lakers are just going to blow out the Golden State Warriors? That this is going to be a double-digit game? We sat there talking about Vegas' spread, right? Yeah. Vegas' spread was Lakers by five. Yeah. And Michael and I were like, by five? What? Are you guys crazy here? Lakers won by three. I'm Vegas, telling you. Vegas does it again, right? Vegas yeah. uh, uh, predicts it the right way. But Michael and I were on the same page of thinking Lakers are going to dominate this game. So there was such an expectation – I had such an expectation in my mind of what I thought was going to be the product on the court yesterday. Lakers ended up winning the game, but that was not the product I thought at all. So I kind of wake up this morning, Trav, saying to myself, man, maybe uh, as disrespectful as I was to the Golden State Warriors and as disrespectful that I've been to the Phoenix Suns, maybe i got to kind of take a step back here and and give the Lakers uh, some more time here to try to figure something out because um, maybe my expectations – uh, that are, were too high for the Lakers. Well, I, I think we can continue to be disrespectful to the Phoenix Suns for, for one reason. They don't have a Steph Curry. 
right? I mean, we were just listening a second ago to Kendrick Perkins talk about the, the next matchup, right, with the Lakers. And I thought he said something. I don't know if it was Jay Will that asked the question. Maybe it was Key. But this idea that, hey, is Chris Paul going to do what Steph Curry did? And, and, and Perkins said, they, he, was, he goes, look, I'm just going to say that Steph Curry and Chris Paul are different, and I'm just going to mm-hmm. leave it right there. He obviously did not want to just throw an incredible amount of shade on Chris Paul, but what he's saying is Steph Curry might win the MVP and probably should with the way that he played in the second half of that season. We saw it last night, and Chris Paul's a good player. There's there's a huge gap between those two things. So I think that, that what's coming up in Phoenix is one thing. I'm curious, like you said, I want to know how everyone else is feeling because, honestly, I, I, I'm like – I, my emotions are all over the place. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thrilled that they won. I'm excited that they get to go into this next series, but I'm really nervous with what it looked like. So let's get some answers. 877-710-ESPN. Do you like where the Lakers are? Are you happy that they advanced no matter what, or are you concerned about that championship run? Because, Slee, that team that showed up last night, they may hang with the Suns. They may beat the Suns. But that team playing like that, that's not a championship-caliber team. That team does not go back-to-back if it plays like that. By the way, and there's something important here, and I think one of the things, or one of the reasons why, obviously, I enjoy doing the show with you, we're going to be honest with each other, right? It's okay to, um, it's okay to look at the Lakers and have some hesitation. It's okay. Not every, every time we talk, we have to sit here and say, oh, the Lakers are the best team. They're going to do it. They're coming off a championship. You know, like, it doesn't have to be that conversation. I think it's incredibly fair to walk away from yesterday more concerned about the upcoming playoffs than you were 24 hours ago. Are you? I mean, do, do you feel – if I would have said – Did you, you hear me yesterday before, I, before you, the game? Yeah, well, I just want to see how wrong you could have been about yesterday's game. You, other than the fact that the Lakers won. But let, let me put it this way. Before yesterday's game – I was ready to take my shirt off during the pregame show, okay, and just paint myself purple <laughs> and gold and say, that's it. We got banners coming. Give banners coming. Give it a shot. Had you yesterday, you give the Lakers, what, a 50-50 shot of going back-to-back, going into that game? Something like that? You tell me what the number is. Uh, before the game? Before the game. Before the game, I thought the Lakers, the West is going to run through the Lakers. Yeah. Okay. That that the path to a championship, every team is dodging the Lakers. Um, the Lakers are in a perfect position. We all wanted to see LeBron in the first quarter, make sure his ankle was good. You know, you and I talked about that. Now, I, I think I have much more of a... The West might be wide open. It, it might just be wide open. There could be three, four teams that come out of the Western Conference, and one of those teams could be the Lakers, but I don't think you walk away right now after yesterday saying that, no question about it, 100%, everything runs through the Los Angeles Lakers. That, that's exactly right. That Yesterday, prior, not even yesterday, let me back up even further. A month ago, I would have said that I'd give the Lakers – a one in three chance of winning the title. That's pretty good, right? Course, if you're saying that, that, that's a pretty yeah. good odds. Mm-hmm. I'll give them a one in three shot of getting to and winning a championship. And that was me thinking LeBron's going to get a little time. AD's going to be AD. The Lakers will figure They're timing this out. Timing this out on it, on purpose, right? Exactly mm-hmm. right. There and and after seeing what I saw last night, I'd go from one in three to about one in eight, maybe one in ten. It just—it's not impossible because I mean, look—you saw LeBron it's definitely do not what great players yep. do. Mm-hmm. He hit the shot you had to hit. They won a game where they didn't play all that well. That's what championship teams do. But there were also a whole bunch of problems. AD, the other one, Andre Drummond and AD don't play well together. That that just looked broken a hundred different ways. I don't know if they can figure it out going into that series. They're gonna—I ha- know—I know AD doesn't like it, but he has to play center. 
he ha- he absolutely has to go in there and do that because when they finally did it, well, the look second at the fourth, yeah, right, changed and specifically in the fourth quarter. I mean, AD I think went five of six in the fourth quarter alone. Um, you know, you and I were chatting about this this morning. Every time Anthony Davis took a three last night, Ugh. every time he took a three, the first thing went through my mind, Trav. I said that's a winning possession for the Warriors. I don't care mm-hmm. if it goes in. Warriors just won that possession. He actually took more threes than free throws. Think about that for a second. Anthony Davis took more three point. He had more three point attempts than free throws. Um, Anthony Davis was much better in the second half. Lakers obviously woke up in the second half. But we were spending a lot of time yesterday talking about can AD carry the can AD throw the Lakers on his back if LeBron's not a hundred percent. We cannot use that game, and you can't walk away from that game and feel more confident about that. No. No, look, AD does the thing that I think great players almost never do. He, you, you forget he's out there for periods of time. That's a problem, right? That you, you forget LeBron James. Even when LeBron's playing bad, you never really lose track of LeBron, right? Because the ball's in his hands. He's taking shots. He's trying to set up teammates. That even when LeBron isn't dominating, he's very present. And they're so dependent on him. Like you could see players just, where's LeBron? Where's the, you know, like yeah. finding? We don't know what to do. Give the ball to LeBron. Well, and you saw it at the end of the game last night mm-hmm. too, right? And not that other guys didn't hit big shots. AD hit some big shots in the fourth quarter he in did. particular. He yep. really did. But they were all set up by LeBron. That LeBron's the one that initiates all of this stuff. And that's the burden that comes along with being LeBron that Anthony Davis, A, hasn't had to carry, or B, is incapable of carrying. Right, that, all right, everybody in the world watching this game, in the building, on TV, listening to it, everybody knows that LeBron is going to be the guy that gets this thing started. The, the pressure and the, the weight that comes along with that is its entire, it's its, its own thing. And AD ain't that dude. He, he just, there are periods where you're like, oh, right, Anthony Davis is out there right now. That doesn't happen to LeBron. It doesn't happen to Steph Curry. You don't lose track of Steph either. Let, let me throw this out there, um, and we'll get Laker fans' reaction. All right, after last night's game against the Golden State Warriors, are you more encouraged about this upcoming playoff run, obviously starting with the Phoenix Suns, or are you taking a kind of a step back here and you think the West is more open than it's ever been? 877-710-ESPN. Uh, Travis and I would obviously love to hear from you guys. All right, we're getting into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710-ESPN. So- I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So take me through it, Slee. How was it inside the building last night? Amazing. Was it? Did it feel like a a real NBA postseason game, even with only about 6,000 people? Uh, I'm telling you, it was the first time I actually felt... Wow, I'm back at a sporting event. Yeah, you know, I, it made me think. Do you remember before the NBA canceled the season or they uh, postponed the season? Remember they had that weekend against the Bucks and the Clippers, and Lakers oh, yeah. went two and zero. Yeah, the vibe was so good at Staples. The second game, the Sunday game, was an afternoon game, and Lakers won. It was a Clippers home game, yep. which obviously means a Lakers home game. And <laughs> of course, it does. The vibe was just amazing, right? And that's actually one of my favorite games. Is a Clippers home game because there's just enough Clipper fans. There's obviously a ton of Laker fans. So it's like this, you know, it's kind of a back and forth. It's almost like a neutral court type of a thing. Yesterday was one of those, which, by the way, there was actually a decent amount of Warrior fans, surprisingly, 
it it felt for the first time in a long time like playoffs again, like sports again, like what we're accustomed to. Um, but with all that being said, it went from you know you were so excited in that uh, that first quarter and and pregame, and then by the time the game started, you just range of emotions. I was like uh, I was like a um, a pregnant woman. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Place. I was all over the place. Yeah, I, all right, let, let's start with a, a tweet here, and then we're going to go straight to the phone calls. This is from TFP, and it, this is addressed to you, Slee. Who spent more total time on the ground last night? AD every time he fell. Here when we LeBron go. milked that eye poke or Slee sleeping under his studio desk. People go, it, it is kind of interesting, the Anthony Davis part of this. Yeah. Okay. Are there times that AD you just wanna you wanna AD get down in the freaking block? Anthony Davis, do not go outside the three point line. But it doesn't happen every single game. But yesterday was not a good example. We took six threes and we took mm-hmm. four free throws. Yeah. Uh me under the I was on the ground more. <laughs> All right, let's start. 877-710-ESPN if you want to get in on this. How you feeling about where the Lakers are after they secured their seventh spot? It feels like they won a round in the playoffs. They beat a team that was barely five hundred. Okay, let's keep this in mind. This was not the Western Conference Finals to now we're going to the finals and whoo, we're all ready to go. How about they that? We haven't even started the playoffs. Playoffs haven't started. Exactly. This was to secure the seventh seed over a team that was barely 500. <laughs> oh, don't set it up like that. And you a 35-footer at the whistle to get it done. Okay? That, don't that's set the, it up like that, please. That, well, I'm not setting it up like anything. That's exactly that's what true. it was. Let's go here. Let's go to Chino and Doug. Doug, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Nice show, by the way. Just a quick uh, four-pointers about the game, um, why I'm encouraged about the whole thing. Uh, one is, obviously, the uh, Golden State, kudos. They gave it their best punch, and they were well-prepared, and that's the best they can do, and they still lost, as well as they played. Two, uh, the bench, uh, Caruso, West. You know, some of those guys really stepped up in the playing time when uh, Braun and AD missed those times. They, it paid off that it shows. Now, the AD thing, it's uh, the greatest thing about the Lakers. Uh, why I'm encouraged is their versatility. It's game to game. You know, you're going to play Utah. You're going to switch up bigs. You've seen that uh, Gasol and uh, Drummond. Got a long way before parts. they get to Utah, Doug. <laughs> they got a long that. way. No, totally understand. But that's the greatest asset of this team is their versatility. The moment the coaches, which I, I don't know, I was waiting for them to make the change to going small ball and uh, having AD on the fire. When they finally made that change, Changed you can everything. see the draft. Yeah. yeah, it was very evident that uh, that you can see that they dominated the last five minutes of the game, especially when they clamped down on Curry. He wasn't yeah. other than the one fadeaway that he had. Now, lastly, the AD is what I call the Antoine Walker syndrome. He makes one and he keeps pulling up one and then he's just keep making it. Now, granted, AD, I think, is a much better shooter and it works out well from time to time when Drummond and they're playing a, 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 a team that is have that have bigs like Denver. Uh, AD is capable of making those perimeter shots. But appreciate, appreciate it, Doug. We, we want to react to some of what you said. Um, yeah, look, Doug almost said there was almost 14 minutes right there. It, Doug, it, I, I was getting ready to go use the restroom. I'm like, Doug's got this. We're good. I, I don't get this. Oh, you know, it's good. We're, we're, when we get to Utah, guys, you beat the eighth seed by a desperation 35-footer. This was not an easy, breezy win. Everything is fine. Th- this was a dogfight against a team that has one good player. Well, D- Doug mentioned okay. Doug mentioned something, Trav, that I, I think is important because the way the Lakers won the championship last year, when he says they're versatile, right, the Lakers can play a number of different ways. Lakers probably waited too long yesterday to go small, right, to, to – kind of enforce that more in the second half 
unnecessary. I mean, you you were struggling so bad, you, you should have made some of those adjustments. The only reason why I say it, Trav, Warriors can play one way. Many of these teams the Lakers are going to face can play one way. The Lakers can play five different ways, and that's how I thought they won a championship last year. So I, th- I think that point is fair by Doug. All right, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And the Straight Talk is – you Laker fans are not helping me out. You, you Laker fans are not making me feel better about this. Oh, it's fine. They're going to get the guys. This was way, way, way closer of a call than you're making it sound. This was not. Hey, look, we didn't play very well, but we. Had, this was a game that you nobody knew how this game was going to end with about 60 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew, and I don't think too many people were signed up for that coming into this. This felt like all right. We'll go into the play and we'll take care of going. I mean, you heard me say it a million times, Lee. Hey, we're just going to blow right past Steph Curry and the Warriors? We're 100% sure that this isn't scary? It was scary. The Suns are a lot better than the Warriors. Okay? The Suns won a lot more games than the Warriors over the course of the regular season because they're a better team. You're going to have a much stiffer opponent coming up next. All right, let's try uh, Ronnie in Anaheim. Ronnie, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on? Ronnie, you got us? Yeah, Good, go morning. Good morning. Good morning, man. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hold on, Ronnie. Ronnie, real quick, who me... are you talking to? Who is that other voice? What's going on back there? Oh, I'm over here at uh, your local Rite Aid looking for products. Okay. What are you okay. What are you getting? <laughs> trying to trying to find some polarized uh, sunglasses. They're like a really good deal. They go for like twenty nine or thirty dollars. <laughs> they look yeah. just like Ray Bans. They last forever. Good for you, Ronnie. <laughs> I Get lost your sunglasses. My last pair. What's going on? <laughs> so anyways, that last caller, man, he had a lot of good points. I, I agree with him, but on the other hand, I think, like, from the more personal aspect with regards to LeBron and the team, the team is, like, LeBron's teams always go as he goes. So if he's feeling awkward at the beginning of the series or the beginning of the playoffs, the team is awkward, you know? And, it, and if, when he's missing his shots or he's not into it, the team is kind of like, well, what's going on? What do we do here? So... I think, like, LeBron is a great leader, but when LeBron is feeling really good, you'll see that the team is feeling really good. And sometimes I think it's just that simple. You know, when when LeBron feels good, when LeBron's high-flying and doing everything that he does, you know, the team tends to play that way as well. It's kind of like work environment. You know, if you have, like, a manager that's an a-hole, you know, everyone's not happy. It changes everything. It changes that... everything. But, Ron, Ronnie, let, let me let me play off of that real quick, and I appreciate you calling the, in. The sunglasses are on aisle six, Ronnie. Good luck. So, Trav, this is uh, – <laughs> uh, if you need a Pfizer shot, let me know. I know somebody at Vaughn's. Um, Trav, this, this, is, um, this is why when – you know, we, we talked about this yesterday. Can we see LeBron James in the first – how's he looking? Is mm-hmm. he fine? Is he is – he, does he have that explosiveness? Is he favoring anything? I think when when Ronnie makes the point, team goes as LeBron goes, that's why I'm hesitant. That's why I'm not sitting here, you know, this morning saying to myself, oh, Lakers is going to blast through the Suns. No problem. Because what I saw yesterday from LeBron James, who was great. Let me let me say that again, Trav. Think about LeBron James. Who? What do you think he looked yesterday to you? As far as like a percentage of his health? If I said 75%, would you say that's too high? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Let's say he was 65% of, of what better. he usually is. Mm-hmm. He had a triple-double. He carried the Lakers. He was mm-hmm. part of every single possession down the stretch, whether it was an assist, whether it was a rebound, whether it was a hitting that, that jumper to end the game. 
because LeBron to me didn't look like LeBron, he still gave you a triple double. He still okay. still was unbelievable. I'm hesitant because I don't know if LeBron is – I don't know what he's going to look like by the time we get to this Sun series. That's exactly right. And and, and he, this is – I'm like, I, that caller said something that really resonated with me, that they go as LeBron goes. I've never quite heard it put that if LeBron's a little out of sync, the whole team's out of sync. If LeBron's feeling good, everybody's feeling good. That's a really sharp way to look at it. Yeah. I, I think that that's a really sharp, sharp way to look at it. Here's the problem, though. That's what Anthony Davis is supposed to be for. That's what Anthony Davis should not be. Um, yeah, LeBron, are we feeling good today? Okay, we're good. Okay, I'm going to be good. Hey, LeBron, are you a little off? Okay, I'll just kind of sit over here and wait for you to figure it out. Anthony Davis is supposed to be here to be that guy. So when LeBron is, whether it's physical, whether it's whatever it might be, maybe injury or the shot's not happening or he doesn't have the explosivity that he clearly did not have last night, that's when Anthony Davis is supposed to go, dude, I got you. I've got you. You know, watch this. Not wait around for LeBron to get going so you can get going. And the whole team is just, I get it. I get it. And I don't mean this disrespectfully to any other Lakers. I get Alex Caruso and KCP and Kuzma and those guys kind of reading the rooms. Like, okay, let's see what LeBron's got going in here and doing that. Not Anthony Davis. If you're one of these guys, go, man. Well, go. I, I, listen, yesterday we spent time on this, and uh, I wish I could be sitting here this morning talking about LeBron or talking about Anthony Davis going 15 of 18 from the free throw line, Mm -hmm. putting up 38 points, having 14 rebounds, having two steals, two block shots, and that this game ran through Anthony Davis because LBJ wasn't 100%. But I think yesterday was another example of we are still so dependent on LeBron James. By the way, I know he's one of the all-time greats. Most teams are going to be. But what you're hoping for is until LeBron can get maybe close, maybe the best LeBron will be this playoffs is 80% of himself, just use that as an example. But maybe that might take two weeks to get there. So you want to ride Anthony Davis. Um, the hope is you ride Anthony Davis. Yesterday was not the snapshot that you and I were hoping for that we talked about yesterday. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know what, Slee, I've thought about this, and I, I don't want to change my answer. Okay. If I could be any sort of professional athlete, mm-hmm. I've decided that PGA Tour star is the correct choice. Can I tell you why? Yes. I'm looking at the uh, PGA Championship on TV right now. Mm-hmm. They're playing a golf course right next to the ocean, beautiful sunny day in South Carolina on a beautiful part of the country, and then they're going to go to another beautiful part of the country, and then they're going to go to another. And then when they want to be anonymous, they can't. Like LeBron James is richer than all these guys put together, but he can't go anywhere. These guys can go do whatever they want whenever they want. It's I thought the you would be. Lifestyle. I thought it'd be more of a track star. That's the first thing that I thought of. I thought marathon, half marathon was kind of what I initially <laughs> no, thought I'm not would saying be what I your angle. I'm not I thought saying that'd be what your I angle. I'm saying lifestyle, fame, money, where you get to go. Like football, you're going to get busted up. You're my gonna, second gonna, one was a, a Pilates instructor. <laughs> that was my imagine? second one. You know, I, I so no, I have no, this no, thing this, where wait, 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 this would be great. This would be great. You just like you have some type of agreement with a Pilates studio, uh-huh. and they know they're in on this. 
and that you know there's all these people that set up an appointment and their appointments at noon and they just come in and you're the Pilates instructor okay <laughs> and, and, and they have no idea what's going on and you just wing it Travis you just yeah. wing it like all right guys everybody get it get down on the platforms on the pla- just make up whatever words you make up and do your thing I'm pretty sure that those Pilates machines are actually torture devices they're not actually exercise equipment I, I've seen them and you'll be laying on it me. backwards my my one of my nightmares includes me having to do yoga in front of people like I'm going to have to get in the position where you put the one leg up against your knee with your hands over your head. Yeah, that's not happening for me. What your nightmare yesterday was getting in an RV with your family. Yes. Okay. No, 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 that's not a nightmare. That's my version of hell. My version, my customized version of hell is a long car trip to nowhere with my family. All right, so that that is one uh that is hell and then the nightmare is you doing yoga in do, front do, of people. In front of people where they can see me bending and twisting and panting and wheezing and sweating. It would be awful. Uh, Just right awful. after the show, Travis going on Instagram live. I'm going to go do some yoga in the middle of San Vicente Boulevard, right down there on Ocean Avenue, and just bring the, the namaste to the entire West Trav side. on the ESPN Los Angeles account will be uh, on Instagram Live doing a yoga course. All right, let's start with this, uh, Slee. This is from Manuel on Twitter. Stop freaking out. As long as the Lakers stay healthy, they'll be fine. Defense can carry them until the chemistry on offense gets up to speed. Let the rust come off, dude. Take it easy, I freaked out. Let me, let me tell you something. I, I'm with you. I'm definitely one that if you said, okay, coming out of yesterday's game, um, are you, yeah, how, how just do you feel about the big picture? I'm much more worried today than I was 24 hours ago. Yeah. Much more worried. M- mostly because LeBron's not healthy, right? Because LeBron just did not, I know he made the shot, and that's great. He got poked in the eye, made it anyway. But LeBron did not look healthy. Trav, I, I like the squad. Like, I like this Lakers team. They don't have as much championship experience. You know, it, you lost guys like Rondo and Dwight and Danny Green, JaVale McGee. But I like the roster. Like, I, I really like, you know, for those who are, let's say, not as high on Drummond or Dennis Schroeder or something along those lines, well, you don't have to play them. There's other guys that you can play. But the LeBron part is everything, right? If, if you and I would have walked away from yesterday's game saying, well, LeBron, as long as LeBron looked healthy, we're good to go. But I don't know if I walk away saying that after yesterday's game. No, I walk away thinking they dodged a bullet and LeBron made a great shot. Not that LeBron looked great. Look, there's a difference between making a great shot and looking great, and he was the first thing last night. Okay, I got a quick question for you. Hit me. How many wings did you have this morning? <laughs> you know, oh, my goodness. Hold on. What time is it? It is 933. 9.33. I haven't eaten yet today. What in the world's going on? I just until you said I realize I've had my coffee. I haven't. You know what? I might step away for like the next half an hour and go fill my tank. So while you uh, you can do this by yourself. Here, you you take these phone calls. Let's go to Brea first and Carlos. Carlos, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, what's up, guy? Congrats on your show. I Thank got a couple man. points. Um, I don't feel that Anthony Davis is a leader. We need a leader on the floor when LeBron James is not on there, and. Um, I think his AD is fragile. If you feel that every time he falls, he's going to come up limping or anything like that. Also, I feel that right now, the Lakers jersey is just fitting too big on Anthony Davis. And if Clay Thompson was to be there last night, we would have lost that game. You know? And in the, late, uh, in the words of the late great Kobe Bryant, put your big boy pants on Anthony Davis. Uh, Carlos, appreciate you calling in. Um, you know, listen – what what Anthony Davis has got to do, and and he obviously already understands this, and he has a championship under his belt with the Lakers. 
what he's got to do through this playoff run, I, I think, is start taking more of an assertive role, Trav. And I, I don't know if we're going to see it, but that's what the Lakers are going to need from him. You, you can't have th- that game yesterday. If Anthony Davis has performances like that through the playoffs and it takes LeBron to do what he did on maybe 65%, mm-hmm. I don't know how many games you're going to win against the Suns. I mean, AD's got to be if – a- if we're not walking away, who was the best player on the floor for the Lakers yesterday? It was LeBron. Yeah, I guess. It, it, it was. It, it was LeBron James, even at whatever percentage that he played. We have to have games, and let's just talk about the Phoenix Suns. We have to have games against the Suns where you and I are both texting each other in the game saying, AD is Kill the him. best player on the floor, no question about it. When LeBron is sitting on the bench, Lakers can actually expand their lead. I know that kind of sounds crazy to say, but you yeah. have to have games like that from Anthony Davis. You do. He he said something after the game, um, watching the post-game coverage, that was along the lines of, you know, I said to LeBron, and and I forget who else it was, maybe it was Andre Drummond or something. Schroeder, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, we need to go. We need to tighten it up defensively. And that's fine. And, and I'm glad that he's comfortable in, in saying those things to his teammates, especially a guy like LeBron James. I'd just like it to happen. I'd just like to see it. I'd like to not have to be told afterwards, oh, we said this to each other, but, oh, look, AD decided that now's the time that he's going to go kill guys. Because in that sec- in, in the fourth quarter and in the second half, he was exactly what we need. I just don't understand why that guy takes some sort of, oh, okay, it's time for me to check in sort of time. Well, Trav, you know, you know what is interesting? I do think AD said this as well in the postgame. He talked about how um, it was – an. It, it wasn't a must win, even though it was a must win, and that there were kind of some nerves in the beginning of the game. I, I actually think this game, for those who, you know, Lakers trying to avoid the playing tournament, I do think in a weird way this game will help them for the Suns. Like, I feel like they just got something out of them that they needed. This is the first time that it actually felt like a playoff vibe. Let me give you an example. Lakers played Saturday and Sunday, right? They played the Pacers and the Pelicans. These yep. are the first two games LeBron came back. There's nothing to play for, and you know nobody was playing anybody. The Pacers weren't, neither were the Pelicans. So this was the first real game that the Lakers have had in a while with LeBron. So I do think that will help them a little bit against the Suns. But like I said, and I think a lot of Laker fans uh, would agree, you got to play a lot better if you're gonna, you know, obviously take a take a, a real real run at a championship run. And and I I was one to think that it wasn't going to be a game yesterday. I was shocked that it was. We'll, we'll I, I want to get to the back to the phone calls here in a second, but. Here's something that I think is really interesting. When the Lakers show up at Phoenix on Sunday, that game starts, I think it's a 12.30 start. I think I just saw that come across. Yeah, 12.30. Um, the Suns may have that moment, and this is what I'm talking about where the, the rest of the West got it wrong, that they know that if anybody's going to get the Lakers, it's them because they're still figuring hmm. things out. That the rest of these teams, you know, let's let's avoid the Lakers. Let's fall into the four. Let's move up to the three or whatever the machinations and all this were. It was to avoid the Lakers. They can say whatever they want. But the Lakers may have been as gettable as they're going to get last night. They're going to be maybe a little less gettable now against the Phoenix Suns. And if they do get through Phoenix, and I, I still think that they will. I think that they're a better team, even with this version of LeBron and Anthony Davis, you know, kind of having a Jekyll and Hyde night where he's good and bad. Second round is a tune-up team. series. You got right. Denver or Portland, so you still don't have to face Utah exactly or the Clippers. Exactly right. This mm-hmm. idea of if you wanted to get them out, Utah needed to get them out right at the shoot. The Clippers mm-hmm. needed to get them out right at the shoot. I don't know if Phoenix has the horsepower to do it. Um, let, let's take a quick one here. Chris in Palmdale. Chris, appreciate you calling in. You're on the Travis and Sleeva show. What's going on, Chris? 
Hey, good morning, Sweet T. Good morning, Slee. Good morning, man. Thank morning. you. Hey, what's up, Sweet T? Good to hear you again, man. Good to hear both of you guys together in the morning. Thanks for Thanks, making buddy. my drive to Palmdale to LA. Always good, always good. Um, real quick, Sweet T, man. I love your negativity, though. You know that's what keeps us Laker fans going. You're a Laker <laughs> fan, right, T? So of course. you know, but your negative—I I shouldn't say negativity. I should say your your brutal honesty. Okay, um, I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, we needed that game last night. I liked that it was close. It was driving me crazy. Was I running up and down my living room? Yes. <laughs> was it, you know, it, it, was a, it was a great game, but I think this is going to help the Lakers. They're, they're going to beat Phoenix on Monday. Anthony Davis is going to do what you said. He's going to have the blocks. He's going to have the points. Mark my words, the Lakers are going to take him out in five. You guys have a great day. Keep up, and congrats on the new show. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. By the way, quick uh, shout-out here. Thank you to Wingstop. Our sponsor for week number one of the Travis and Sliwa Show, the official wings of the Los Angeles Lakers. And don't forget to download the Lakers app to score free wings when the Lakers win on the road. That's why I asked you, did you take down six wings this morning? Well, look. You have a thing. You have like a thing at 7 You got a sponsor already? This is breaking news. And look, while we're still not together in the same place, they're going to have to make deliveries to the home. (laughs) They're going to have to send them down here. That should be part of the contract. There's one just down the street from me. I'm just saying that it's not like they'd have to make a long drive. Do you walk exactly in, by the, by the way? Do What's you your walk fa- in there? favorite flavor? I'm traditional Buffalo hot. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But if, I, if I'm going to go with the second batch, and I usually do, it's going to be a lemon pepper. Batch. Yes, lemon pepper. Trav, yeah. do you walk in just wings? Travis, how are you? Like, do they already? Is everybody like, is there? So, so okay. Here's, is there like here's a, a connection there? Here's a quick uh, food story from Travis. When I was in college, um, we would get back from practice, right, at around the same time every day. It's usually around 5 o'clock. For those who don't know, Travis was uh, just happened to be a, a, a pitcher, a baseball player yes. in college yes. at UC Santa Barbara. Please Division continue. One, Big West baseball, pretty much the, the, the standard bearer for all college And baseball. a five-time national appearance on the Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis show. Just that one. There's also other true. national other also other national true. appearances. So we would get home from practice every day, and my roommate Jeff and I, um, we, there was a, there was a Domino's just down the street and they had a two for one deal, right? You buy like a BOGO, buy one, get one. And so we said, oh, that's a pretty good deal. Let's, let's do that. And we did it a couple of days in a row and on the third, but you had to go in and pick it up. So you'd walk down there and you walk down there, and by the third day, they already had the two pies sitting there on the counter. Like, yeah, we kind of had a feeling. Yeah. And so they kept it finally three, four, five, six days later, we kept doing it. And then we went in there one day and they didn't have them. And it's like, well, what? And the guy, it was a different guy. The same guy had been there. Like, he knew our deal. So, yes, I'm very familiar with understanding guys that, oh, hey, Trav, are, same, are you the same guy? order of wings, same orders of pizzas. Are you the guy that, like, opens up the box, takes a look, kind of makes eye contact with them and say, Put it in a little bit longer. Come on, guys. I want you guys to do a little nope. bit better. Like, are you the, are you the, this has got to be perfect guy. Travis food rule number 243. Mm-hmm. Never, ever criticize the food. Send it back. Ask for it to be done differently because you're asking for trouble. Yeah, that, you're, yeah, it's what you're going to get back after that is not good. Yeah, I think we can go with that. A bunch of fun works for me. I think we can all sign off on that. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. What do you have for us, Funch? All right, guys. Um, So uh, last season, Carolina Panthers offensive lineman Russell Kuhn. Want to go through the box score? Yeah, I would love to, man. (laughs) 2020 last night, Jonas Valanciunas. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. All right. uh, Russell Kuhn made history uh, last season by accepting part of his salary from the Panthers with Bitcoin. 
Really? Now, yes. Now, according to the NFL Network, he accepted half of his $13 million he made last season with Bitcoin. Okay. And I don't know if you guys keep up with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, but did you guys see it dropped a lot this week? Yeah, Trav actually just sold his home. <laughs> he just put his home on the market. Now, he put if, his home on the market. Now, if the good people at 710 ESPN, Tim, Amanda, Greg, yep. they came to you guys and said, hey, we want to pay your year's salary with Bitcoin. Are you guys jumping at it, or do you guys want the cold, hard cash that you guys are getting right now? Um, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'm not a Bitcoin guy. I, I Look, one of the things about me that you guys will all understand very quickly not a huge risk taker, right? I like the things I like. I protect the things I need to protect. And I'll take mine in good old-fashioned dollars and cents. I don't need what what is it, the cryptocurrency that doesn't really exist anywhere. I like real money. So I understand that I'm probably missing out on an opportunity here. But now I'll just take it to old school. I've asked the powers that be. I say, listen, guys, this whole tax thing, it's really kind of taking some money off, <laughs> off, off the uh, top. So is there a way we could do this under the table? Is there a way through Disney... I could just get my check under the table cash. Yeah, no taxes. I, is that possible? <laughs> no taxes. I, I think you to... could. I think you could. If you ask Amanda, Tim, I, I think you, they can accommodate you, man. I was going to ask Disney HR, hey, what do you think? I got a kind of a business idea here. NFTs. Anybody I, in- I asked them if I can get paid in Macy's gift cards, <laughs> but um, they said no. <laughs> Well, you can get store credit folks, right? Dude, Macy's gift cards. That was good. No, those NFTs, cryptocurrencies, they scare the you-know-what out of me. I don't know enough about any of that stuff. And and I'll hear people say like, uh, yeah, Yeah, this person- You're missing the boat on this. You got to invest this. By the way, I probably am. Um, But then then I'm like, no, I'm more interested in just having my money in a savings account that will make me 0.001% for (laughs) in 20 years. That sounds like a good business plan. Yeah, I got a lot of buddies that are really into it right now, and they're just like, "You're missing the boat. You got to get into it right now. Mm-hmm. Buy it, buy it low." And you know, I, I just can't. I gotta. I like hard, cold hard cash, like the rest of all I of us. That's right. probably why we all work in radio and none of us are running things. I'd exactly, you, Trav, Trav. You and I are going to, if we ever did it, if we ever like decide, hey, you know what? Let's we're in cryptocurrency. Yeah. It crashed. The next it's day. going down. Yeah, it's going down. <laughs> it's, there's no shot. What else you got, Punch Taylor? My hands may be little, but they're sticky. <laughs> There's always good old MT drops. We just love to play those drops. All right, Tim Tebow, the Tim Tebow comeback tour officially got underway this morning. Has he signed a deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars? And it will. He signed it for one year. He will be on the field later today. Maybe he's on the field now since it's East Coast time. And I'm surprised that we don't have a Tebow tracker somewhere on ESPN two showing him doing live drills and trying to catch the ball. I think ESPN like two is going to be a helmet cam of Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a GoPro directed right at his face. Wherever he just goes, wherever he goes. Now, guys, yeah. is this dumb experiment going to work in Jacksonville, or, or they're just wasting your money and our time? Uh, okay, let me start here. We all remember that Tim Tebow sucked at football, right? That that Tim Tebow as an NFL player was really bad. Was is it, wait the, the only game I remember here? Didn't he win that playoff game, Denver? Oh, yeah, that Hail Mary sweet. pass oh or whatever. God, he hit Demarius Thomas. Okay, the that, reason, oh my, hold Hall on. of stop, Fame immediately. Stop, 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 I mean, stop, stop, listen, stop, stop, stop. When we talk about all-time greats, Tim Tebow, Steve Young, that can okay, Joe Montana this drives me. Bananas. Tim Tebow. This drives me bananas. The reason everybody goes, he threw it, because he threw one damn pass. He literally needed. threw Just one the game. pass in his win life. The game. Legend. The he legend of Tebow. disaster in the NFL. He's been out of the NFL for 3,000 days yeah. or whatever the number is. Yeah, he this was busy. Is, he had other things going on. This is a 
PR stunt and a bad one. It's a it's a dumb, stupid, ridiculous, overblown, over-talked-about thing about a guy who was a great college football player who never made an iota of difference in the NFL, and I could not be less interested in anything Tim Tebow. Um, I am uh, buying the NFL League Pass right when the show ends, and <laughs> I'm going to look at flights to Jacksonville. I just want to see. I have a curiosity. They're cheap, I'll tell you that. I have a curiosity to see the great Tim De- uh, Tebow make his return. <laughs> so with all that being said, um, yeah, it's 100% it's a PR stunt. Lawrence- just, a, just a PR stunt like no tomorrow. Uh- and, and here's the crazy part. It's going to get a lot of run. It's going to be a lot of conversation. People are going to be talking about it. I think they're. Going to, I don't think they'll be talking about it positively, but they're going to be talking about he it. Won't even make the team. By the way, but this is the worst thing you could do. Is this is just there's certain franchises where it's like it's not even about winning. It's just can we just get can we get a little bit of pub every once in a while? Why don't you, you just to try to win in the draft? You've got the most can't miss quarterback to come out of college football. I mean, aren't you guys waiting to hear time. Joe Buck say Lawrence to Tebow touchdown? <laughs> No. Be te- well, first, he'd have to get open. He can't do that. Second, he'd have to make the team. He's not going to. Third, he'd have to catch the ball, which he'd never done in the NFL. And four, he'd have to actually be on an NFL yeah, field I'm not, during an NFL game. I'm not with Trav on this one. Four. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tebow talk right here. <laughs> 877. What else we got? Give me a headache. Taylor, go. <laughs> I've kissed men before. MT what? said that. MT said that. What yes. is going on here? What Play that again. Play it again, Taylor. I've kissed men before. Yeah, that's that's our that's your uh, partner right there. Partner uh, in crime. That's your partner in crime. All right, we got time for one more. You're going to need at least ten one hundred dollar bills to enjoy this new restaurant at the Grove. Not at the Grove, but mm-hmm. through the Grove. Okay. Now, according to the LA Times, Bistro One Seven Fifty Nine will serve guests on a double decker trolley with a four course menu from Blue Ribbon Sushi with some wine, some cocktails. But the price will start at $1,000 as you get to go around the Grove for two hours eating sushi. Now, is this something we will be taking our significant others to for Valentine's Day, guys? Um, I'm just looking at Travis. I'm just looking at his facial expression. So let me, let me kind of... Let me soak this all in. I know because this so is I'm I, taking I, a I, double I told, decker I, trolley and I'm paying a grand for it. But I, I told I told Travis when I first told you guys about the story. This is the Sliwa experience. I see you doing this. I see you doing this like many times over. I would tell you right now if I did that and I dropped a thousand dollars. You know how sometimes you try to impress ladies. My girlfriend would probably be on the ropes and say, yeah, this isn't going to work out. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. Dude. Okay, that's probably what she would say. You should have put this into cryptocurrency, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, $1,000 sushi. Come on, lie. guys. I'm not going to lie. You I'm sound a interested. Intrigued. You're a little interested over there. <laughs> I'm a little intrigued. Yeah, because see? What, what, what are we talking Look, the price point is outrageous. And I did, like, A four-course meal from, from Blue Ribbon Sushi with some wine, some cocktails. I know Mrs. Rogers would love that. She she would. She's in on the wine. She's in on the sushi. She's in on the cocktails. Bro, you could go things. to Mastro's, spend $300, and get an unbelievable yeah, I know, I know. That sounds But it's fun. without a double decker. It's not without a double decker. Double decker. It's not no yellowtail roll, though. Sliwa, it's not a yellowtail roll. Fine. That's go right. to Katsuya or go to <laughs> Nobu. 
It's it's a big swing, but I'm I'm not I'm not writing it off. I'm 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 open to the idea. I need to know what kind of wine. I need to know how much. I need to know how long the train ride is for. If this is just back and forth, I'm out. But if we're gonna spend the day, you guys, Listen, last segment you just went into how you were doing a two for one at Domino's. Now you're ready to drop a grand. <laughs> yes, that five ninety nine pizza for me because to- <laughs> because I've, sold, I've I've hoarded all of my pizza money from thirty years ago. I'm ready to go spend some money on some sushi. Just just quick reminder. At 11.30, Trav will be doing a Instagram Live, a yoga instructor. He's doing a full half hour. Full half hour. Well, eating $1,000 sushi. <laughs> yes, else, on, uh, th- that's all I got for you guys right now. We're running out of times. That's right, good. That's perfect. That's, that's perfect. good. Good job, Funch. No, Thank I you. um, I kind of want to do reviews, Lee. You're kind of talking me into it. Okay, I, I had somebody. I got to find the tweet. Somebody literally on Twitter said, I would love to have... Travis and Sliwa do more food reviews. Uh, Travis, this is kind of an angle for you, man. I'm telling you, it doesn't even matter what you're reviewing. Anything you do, the problem is what you said yesterday did not help in your review game because you're like everything that you eat, but this is good. This is it's great. Good. I mean, you should get this. This, uh, this is good. Get 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 two of these. You know, I I had the first. Where are one these was crackers good, the second from? Second one was better. <laughs> be They're from Ritz. Yeah. Where are these crackers from? <laughs> Oh, uh, literally at Seven Eleven. By the I way, I, I, this this even predates the COVID rules where everything where they took away like the salt and the pepper and everything was off the table for a while. Mm-hmm. But remember when you used to go to a restaurant when you were you know this is probably twenty they'd have that little basket of crackers. Oh, wasn't yeah. that a nice little treat? Whatever happened to that? Are you whatever the guy? To the are, club crackers. Are you the guy? You got to that... buy soup with it. That's why. <laughs> and then they come out and bring it to you. Yeah, but I want it with everything. This guy's like, no, no, no soup, just crackers. <laughs> just, what do you mean? Uh, nice, you're at soup plantation. What do you mean, no soup? <laughs> it's a nice way to start the day. <laughs> little cracker, little cracker basket. Wait, okay, wait, real quick. Last one here. Uh, are you the guy that's just ordering over and over again the bread? The, is the bread no, basket keep coming? No, see, they try to get you with the bread. One mm-hmm. one basket of bread is more than enough. Okay. One, one is good, and you can put a little olive oil or, uh, you know. I thought you'd be keep it coming. Finger. Keep it nah, coming. Well, it depends. Depends how long we're going to sit there. Maybe later. Maybe after we could do that. All right. The Lakers and the Suns in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Will the Lakers jerseys just be enough? That's explain what I mean next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.